Hi everyone, it's John from CEO Raider. I have a podcast today that I want to direct toward public company CEOs and private company CEOs who are about to become public company CEOs. And you can think of it as rules for engagement when communicating with Wall Street, whether it be buy-side investors or or sell-side analysts. So the first principle is make your numbers. When you put guidance out to the street, so when you're doing your, your roadshow, your IPO roadshow, and you're talking about sort of the initial numbers, and typically when companies put numbers out there, they'll, they'll put out a revenue and an earnings estimate for the upcoming quarter, as well as revenue and earnings estimates for the, the year, whether it be a calendar year or a fiscal year. Uh, and when you're issuing guidance, I would recommend that you give guidance for the upcoming quarter and for the, the full year. Try to provide that level of, of color so investors directionally know where top line and profitability is going. The more, generally speaking, the more color you can give with respect to your guidance, the more you're going to de-risk the story and make it easier for investors to own the stock. So that's not to say you have to share every internal operating metric. That's not what I'm saying at all. But just in terms of revenue, earnings, and maybe even operating profitability or operating margins, to the extent you could carry those guidance numbers forward, you know, the more color you can give, the better. So quarterly, or at least for the next quarter, the full year, and then directionally, if you could talk about the out years, that's that's great if you have that type of visibility in your business. So maybe you could say in the out years, we expect similar growth or in, in profitability or, you know, better yet, similar growth and you know, maybe we add a point or so to operating profits every year, assuming that's realistic. If you're already running your operating margins pretty hot, then, you know, don't do that. So when you issue that guidance, you got to make those numbers and not just make them. You got to ideally beat them both with regard to revenue, earnings, and operating margins, operating profit, if in fact you issue, issue guidance on the operating line. So a, a great way to get your stock cut in half is to talk about guidance on your IPO roadshow and then the first quarter out, out of the box, miss your numbers, top line, bottom line, or both, and watch the stock get cut materially. Do that two or three times and the board's going to be looking for a new CEO, guaranteed. The same rule, the same principle also applies in the out years. It's not like you know, you're a new public company and you make your numbers for the first four quarterly earnings calls and then you start to miss. Not quite as bad as missing the first one out of the gate, but still not a good thing. So always make your numbers. Number two, under promise and over deliver. And you know that you could say it's a derivative of the first principle, but this this speaks to conversations you may have with investors. You know, you're doing an on-deal roadshow as an example, and you know, you're not giving guidance per se, but maybe you're talking about, hey, you know, this particular competitor of the market, we think we can make some inroads in these guys, and we think we could, you know, take some share. We're seeing a little bit of it now, and we think we can take some share, maybe at an increasing rate uh, over the next two or three years. You know, s- statements like that, investors remember those type of things. So if in two or three years you know, you, you continually lose share to that particular competitor as opposed to taking it, people are going to remember that. So, you know, again, outside of specific guidance, just when you're sort of talking about the business, don't lead investors on, don't lead them to believe X when X may not be true. So it's better to under-promise and over-deliver rather than the, than the reverse. I think the third principle is tell your story concisely. So if you think about uh, buy-side investors, an analyst may have 25, 50, 75 companies they provide support on. A uh, portfolio manager may have 100-some-odd companies in their portfolio or port- portfolio sleeves, as they're called. So, you know, many of these folks aren't, they're not going to be able to remember minutia about your business. So it's important to tell your story concisely, share insight about the drivers of your business. Uh, What are the primary elements that drive revenues? What are the primary elements that drive profitability? Who are the competitors? 
how you differentiated versus the competition. Who are the customers? How does your product or service provide value to those customers? How does it provide value vis-a-vis the, the, the competitors? Where are the customers going directionally? So if they want XYZ service today, maybe how will that, uh, how, you know, kind of what are the early signs you're seeing? How may that look differently in the next two to three to five years? Particularly when you think about technology companies that changes so fast. So those are the type of things that you want to you want to talk about when you're, when you're telling the story. And I'm not just talking about formal presentations at investor conferences, but phone calls with investors, uh, non-deal roadshows, uh, you know, this type of thing. Have, have, a, have a tight story. And then the, the last principle, and this is primarily true within technology, the, the fact that, not a fact, it's my opinion, and I think a lot of other people share it, uh, organic revenue growth is worth more than acquired revenue growth. So if you have a core business where growth is stalling. I mean, it's fine to tack on complementary acquisitions that help round out the offering and provide a fuller offering to customers. I'm not saying don't do that. But to, let's say you have a 10% grower and 8% of that rev growth is from acquisition. That's to, to, to be able to sell the story to investors, they want to see healthy organic revenue growth. They want to know that the core business is growing. And if the core business is stalled, my recommendation would be if I had a seat on the board, I would say, let's figure out the product and service. Let's let's find great people. Let's invest the capital and let's figure out how we can kickstart organic revenue growth in the core business. Complement it with acquisitions, sure, but let's make the core business the focus. Getting the product right. It's not easy. It's hard. It's like making a hit movie in Hollywood or, or, or writing a bestseller. But let's 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 do the hard thing. Let's figure that out because that, at the end of the day, is going to carry a lot more value and impact our market cap, our valuation, and in turn, your compensation packages more so than growth from acquisition. Until next time, be well, everyone.